What's up? What's up, everybody? Today is Monday, May 3rd, 2001. How's everybody doing? As always, I like to thank people for tuning in to the Del C Show. And of course, I'm your host, Del C. I like to thank everyone for tuning in. Um, there could be more, but you know what? I'm thankful that anybody is tuning in. Um, all across the world, wherever you're from, I like to say, how you doing? And thank you for everything. Um, where do I start? Um, this weekend was a little crazy. Um, two of the legends were laid down to rest. I'm going to start off with the Black Rob funeral. It was a fucking mess. There was some, there was some, of course, highlights in the funeral when some people spoke. And then there was some clown ass moments when some people spoke. Now, I, I'm, I can't get this person's name. He was obviously paid from Diddy to say what he said, or he's associated with Bad Boy or something. He gets up there and he talks about how Diddy paid for the best doctors, best hotels. Shame on us for talking about Diddy and what he did for Black Rob. Fuller, first of all, shut the fuck up. I hope my mother's not listening to this show. Shut the fuck up. We don't believe a damn thing you saying. Just like Homegirl said on, on one of the YouTube pages, Diddy is a fuckboy. You know what I'm saying? You's a dirty-ass motherfucker, man. All that money, you jump, jumping around, dancing around, kissing ass, doing this and that. Now, I like Revoke TV. That's one of the best things you did. The best, Some of the best things you did is discover artists, but you did not treat your artists good. You did not treat your artists good at all. Um, and there's some people that would vouch for that. Some of your artists that will vouch for that, that you did not treat your artists good. And everybody's talking about why should Diddy have given Black Rob money? He said that Black Rob wasted all the money. Now, his mother's in the audience shedding tears. His family's in the audience shedding tears and he's talking about how told Diddy to pay for this. But see, Diddy shouldn't have had to pay for anything. And I'll tell you why. And I'm not defending him. I'm going to tell you why. And it's going to make a lot of sense. If had Diddy did his real job as a fair producer or whatever the hell he's supposed to be. Uh, and said, you know, in Black Rob, he couldn't probably afford lawyers then or whatever the case was, if he's making millions, why didn't he see those millions? First of all, why didn't he get his his publishing? Why didn't he get his masters or his royalties? Anytime that that song, Woe, gets played, he should be getting paid for that. So who, the question is, who's getting paid for every time that song, Woe, was being played? Did Black Rob write that song? So if he wrote that song, when you're getting your check for producing that track, meaning Diddy, then guess what? Black Rob should be getting paid 
for that. There's no reason why he should be in the street. So if Diddy was doing all this stuff that this this clown said he was doing, why was he saying he was homeless? Why was he in the condition that he was in? He looked terrible. So how is it that you feel that you were taking care of him? He had he had an addiction. Obviously, he had he had issues because his one of his daughters or whatever, some of his family and his kids were speaking on him or whatever. But then this clown, right? He gets up there and he's swearing and everything like that. So I'm like, yo, what is up with this dude, man? Why is he up there swearing? So there's a video obviously on, on YouTube of Black Rob's uh, funeral or whatever, and you see somebody walking around with a camera and everything, the family's there, and, you know, it's, it's, um, you can hear the mother's pain, you can, you know, you're almost in tears listening to her, like, the whole thing that we say as parents, we don't want to bury our kids before they bury us. We should go before the kids. But in these cases, the kids are leaving early. Um, I'm going to speak on Irv Gotti as I did, and I knew that this was going to be a problem. Uh, But as far as the Black Rob thing, this guy was full of shit. And as this woman said on YouTube, uh, how much was Diddy paying this guy to lie? because that's what he was doing. You know damn well that he didn't do shit for Black Rob and he didn't do shit for Craig Mack. And I know what his defense is gonna be about Craig Mack is that he was no longer signed to him. Why is that, Diddy? You treated him dirty. You treated him dirty. He was good, just as good as Biggie was. Matter of fact, he was on a whole nother level, respectful level, both of them was. I respect Biggie, but I also loved Craig Mack. You know what I'm saying? And the, just how you did him was dirty as shit. I got his second album that he came out with after, you know, departing from your bad boy label that's supposed to be family and all this bullshit, running around with uh, young-ass Justin Bieber and all these people trying to be cool, but you're not taking care of your people. If you was, why did the locks leave? They never fit in there anyways. You know what I'm saying? Um... I'm so glad that some of these other artists that were going to sign what you didn't because they wouldn't be, you know, they'd be coming after you. You're a con artist, you're a, you're a, you know, you're, you're worse than, you're worse than Suge Knight. Suge Knight made it known oh, how dangerous he was. You pretend to be all this love and all this. You were part, you're part of that whole East Coast, West Coast problem. You know, you and Shook, but you definitely, you know what I'm saying? Like, what goes around, karma's a bitch, and I hope one day you get yours. And, and, and as the lady said, I'm not wishing death on you either, but you need to feel the pain. You need to feel the pain. All these artists that suffered in jail, their heads are messed up mentally. You got, what's his name, backsliding. He don't know if he want to be a preacher or what he want to be. I, I got so much love for Mace, but like I said, 
you he's seen some things that he shouldn't have seen and yes i heard some harlem stories with him and cameron and people over there and people that didn't like him in harlem and whatever the case was but you also added on that problem i believe you did not treat your artist good and for you to for that guy to get up there and lie and disrespect the parents even though you gave a shout out to them people don't listen to what they say sometimes you disrespected his him while you giving the shout out to the parents talking about he asked for money and did he paid him he spent all the money up how can he possibly spend any all his money up when he did not get his royalties he did not get his masters and he did he did not get his publishing so no royalties no masters no publishing he would have never had had to ask Diddy for anything if had the paperwork be signed right. And then people say, oh, don't blame, don't blame Diddy because these people signed it right. Come on, man. The music business is funny anyways. If you really cared about these artists like you say you did, you wouldn't have played them like that. And then you sit there with this fake ass smile and pretend you're so much love. And then you want to blame people back in the past for their mistakes. But you, you're a crook, man. You a crook and everybody knows that you a fuck boy just like homegirl said. I hope you get yours. Enough on that clown. And the, and the other clown that was spoke at the at, at the funeral. Um also at the end of DMX's um home going, this guy, Jungle got up and spoke he was not he was taken off the program i think i might have mentioned him on my show he gets up there and you know you could tell you know that could have been a crazy situation right there if he didn't get off that stage what the rough riders of the family might have did to him because the preacher that was preaching for that whole show or whatever uh hosting that whole you know home going or whatever have you uh They were nice to him, but he was being very disrespectful. And and this is, I'm going to say what Swiss Beat said. You know, give the people the flowers when they're here because be there for the person when they're here. Don't wait until they're gone to say all this stuff about the person, how great they was and this and that. If I mean, if the person wasn't great, I'm not going to pretend, but... If you got somebody, you know, that had challenges and like everybody else, we're all human beings, he battled demons and some of his demons was his addiction and he openly talked about that. Nobody at the end of the day could save DMX but DMX, but his, 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 uh, his love for God, his love for his family, I mean, everybody I'm sure did. Not everybody, but the people that were closest in his life did what they could for him. And, of course, Herb Gotti was out of line. He was out of line to even speak on what DMX's cause of death was. That's not your place to talk about that. That is DMX's family. If they chose not to talk about that and whatever the case is, the man is dead. They can't even grieve properly. He's not even... He's not, he haven't even been under the ground and you, you spitting on his grave by talking reckless how you talking. You know what I mean? That, that is, you out of line. You out of line. So 
So 50, he looked for that opportunity to get on your ass. As you know, he would. Jadakiss made the comment. And then Swiss Beats winning on your ass. Because you were out of line. And he apologized later, man. But it's like the damage is kind of already done. And this is what Swiss Beats was talking about. You you motherfuckers, man. Your fake ass love. I know Herb Gotti is responsible for getting for getting DMX on as well as as uh Wah and D from Rough Riders, but you were disrespectful by taking those are shots, man. Somebody that can't defend themselves, he's no longer here, but there's some people that will that will die for this man. You understand what I'm saying? And I think your ass was personally out of line, Irv. I think you was out of line, man. I don't know DMX, but I listen. I would not say they people asking me questions. I would tell them I'm not getting into that, whether I knew or not. That's not my place to say. You know what I'm saying? So that's fucked up. You you try to be a gangster or whatever you are, man. You t- you gossip like a bitch, man. So I mean that to me, you out of line for that, man. I'm sorry. You out of line. Sorry, but not sorry. Like the Jay Z and Nas song. That I'm trying to load. I can't load the shit. But when I do, the shit is coming out. And um, also, you know, unfortunately, there was another, um, someone else laid to rest. Uh, Shock G was found, obviously, at a Tampa hotel a, a week ago. And... He was laid to rest, obviously, um, during the week, during uh, Saturday, May 1st, uh, in the afternoon. And, um, of course, Money B of uh, Digital Underground talked about him. Uh, Big Daddy Kane talked about him. DJ Premier talked about him. Uh, There's a few other people that talked about him because... uh, there's a lot of great things about Shock G. You know, his group was phenomenal. You know, do what you like. Um, kiss, kiss, kiss me and I'll kiss you back. Of course, the Humpty Dance and a whole lot of other songs. The, those first albums he dropped. And then, of, of course, discovering Tupac and um, putting him on and producing Damn There. His first album, second album, and um, and even um, Me Against the World. The song Fuck the World. Uh, um, 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 what the hell's the name of that song? Um, not Temptation, but the other song he had out. Um, damn, I haven't heard that song. I heard that song in so long. Shed so many tears. There we go. So, he was behind a lot of Tupac's classics. He was a, a panel man, a great a DJ, a rapper, um, very positive, very deep brother. But um, unfortunately, he was struggling with drugs as well. They found him somewhere in Florida, whatever, walking around with nothing but just shorts on and, you know, kind of, you know, wobbly or whatever they were saying and um so 
they have not said what the cause of death was, but we lost another one. So we lost three great artists in their own right. Um, and it hit, and it hit because I, here I am trying to get, we're trying to get over DMX's death. Black Rob is literally right behind him. Then we hear about Shock G. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You know what I'm saying? What the fuck is really going on, man? So this is a time for us to check on our loved ones, check their mental, see what, see how their health is, see what's, you know, you know, not to be in their business, man. It's not about being in your business. Like I check on my daughters when I can. You know, they're teenagers, you know, we, we it, it's, the world is crazy. Where first of all, me and their mother's not together, and, you know, it, it's, it's two different households, different set of rules, and a lot of shit, man. So you, you got to check on your family. I check on my mother before the end of the week. Check on my uncle. My uncle check on me. I have not heard from him yesterday, which is, you know, strange. You got to check on your family, man. You got to check on your family, your friends. I found out that somebody that I work with, Hubert, his name is Hubert. Um, don't know how to pronounce his last name, but found out he died. We fell off. We stopped talking to each other for a while. He was a good brother, had a good heart. You know what I'm saying? And he was young. We got to check on each other, man. See how each other's doing, you know? If it's even just the simple things, you don't even have to stay on the phone. Just say, hey, how you doing? How's everything? How's life? Blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? If you really care about the person, don't wait till they're dead and then show up. Don't wait till the person's dead before you give them the flowers and you give them the respect and the love and tell them how great they are. You know, when none of us are perfect, but when somebody does something great, let them know that, yo, you amazing, man. You, you amazing, woman, you know. Give them their flowers while they're here. Let them know how much you love them, man. I say that at the end of the show. Because of stuff like this, man, because people are just dropping like flies, and you know that this is a part of life. We all are not here forever. This is only temporary. We're here today and gone tomorrow. Tomorrow is not promised to no man, woman, or child. I say this all the time because it's true. This is life. I don't understand it, and I don't think I really ever will, but I think I'll accept it. Once I accept Christ more into my life, I know who Christ is, but I need to have a relationship, a stronger relationship with him, just as everybody else do. And oh, don't think I'm biting off of DMX because, you know, people that listen to this show know I'm all about that. And I appreciate God for giving us DMX, for giving the world, sharing him with the world. And I'm sorry that the brother went through so much pain as a child and dealing with abuse and dealing with neglect and being abandoned. I'm sorry that he had to go through all that. But through that pain, he gave us joy. And I'm happy to say that at the end of the day, um, he was happy with his wife and his family. 17 kids by 11 women but I think that the 17 added I think either might be the twins or he might be counting his 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 uh his god kids because he had two god kids I believe one was uh was a uh, um actress she's on obviously the uh power playing um Tariq's Tariq's um 
girl or whatever, his love interest or whatever, light-skinned girl on there. Um, but, yeah, man, it's just been, it's been a hell of a, been a hell of a month. I hope May, May is already starting off crazy. It's, at least in Boston, it is, though. Two, three deaths uh, happened during the weekend or whatever. Um, there was a stabbing. Two women were stabbed. Um, both ended up dying. There were kids that were in the house when this happened. None of them were harmed, thank God. But now they're going to have to find a place for them to live. And uh, used to... Um, they, they, there's a, there's a, and then there's a, obviously, let me get talk about this. There. Then there was a shooting going on in Dorchester as well. So it's just crazy right now in Dorchester, Mass. For anybody, that's the hood, that's the urban part of Boston. Um, your group, New Kids on the Block, came from certain parts of Dorchester. Of those of you that are wondering where Dorchester, uh, Mass is at, that's that's the urban part of Boston. Um, so I'm looking at YouTube, right, and I've seen these clips of um. DMX in the studio working on his new project. New, well, he was working on his new album, which they said is complete or whatever. Uh, that was complete before he died. You see him talking to T.I. Usher comes in the rooms, Swiss Beats in there. Benny the Butcher, you hear him working on the song with him. You see him messing around, playing the drums with this. He's um, getting ready to record with this rock group, but his son's playing on the panel. So, I mean... And as they, you know, just goofing around, listening to old school music, you know what I'm saying? Having a good ass time, man. Um, and then they're playing some of his music. They're playing one of my favorite songs by him. One more road to cross, one more road to take. One more risk to take. Gotta live my life. Like his, you know, that that song. That's my song. It got that rock edge to it. And the DMX delivered. And that, they play, no. They didn't play that one. They played Who We Be, Who We Be. He did that. He did, I'm off my bad, because they're showing these videos of him in concert as well. So all these things are coming up. But I was watching some of these things. I seen him on Drink Champs before he actually, before all of this bad news. And um, I was just happy to see him, man. You know, he gained a little weight. You know what I'm saying? He looked, he looked happy, though. He looked happy. Talking about his love for his kids, the music, how he, the peep artists he had on there. And you know that he doesn't really do too many um, collabos. But I'm glad that he did. But I, who thought it would be his last album, man? I wanted him to see the success of that um, and just be there for his kids man his kids is taking a big loss even though he's gonna be in their heart and he left them with a great legacy and all that it's not the same of the person being there man i know what it's like to lose a father i know what it's like to lose a father and he was always there in my life i i, I didn't come from a single parent home i came from a two-family home where my mother and father was there and they was present in our life. And my father worked hard for us. He did everything he could for us. My mother is did everything she could for us. She's still here, you know, but I know she misses my father. But what I'm saying is, yes, this, 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 this guy was incredible. He was an incredible artist. 
incredible uh, deacon. Definitely a vessel. Definitely a, a prophet. You know, people would be crazy not to think that. He preached the word all the time. He could be on stage saying, I love my bitches, but where's my... I love my niggas, bro. Where's my bitches? I love my... And then after that, go into a prayer. You know what I'm saying? Just as hardcore as he was, aggressive as he was, he was more... He was just as aggressive and passionate about talking about his love for God. This man, there's no... Forget all the comparison. He wasn't like Tupac. He wasn't like anybody. He was like the only ex... Like Tupac is the only Tupac. There's nobody like these guys. None of these guys. Nobody is like you. We got to stop saying we're like this person. We're like that. Yeah, like father, like son. But I'm, I, I'm, I have my own identity on who I am. My son has his own identity in who he is. Even though he looks like me and I look like my father, we are our own people, our own individual person. There's no one like DMX, and there never will be another person like DMX. We we should have cherished this brother. But see, I never had anything really negative to say about him. That's the thing. You know, and we, we, we yeah, sometimes we do say things that we shouldn't say about people. People say things about me they shouldn't say about me. That's a part of life, but guess what, man? That's why I don't really can't stand Wendy Williams, man. You all the shit that you've been through and you insult these people. So I'm glad when Jocelyn, the Puerto Rican princess, went in on your ass. I'm glad she went in on your ass. But then it was love. She wasn't even trying to be disrespectful, but you was trying to disrespect her. She was just like, yo, give me my credit. Give me my props. Give me my flowers while I'm here. Because if something happens to Jocelyn, then she's going to get on TV crying. I'm talking about Wendy Williams, man. So let's stop talking bad-mouthing people, man. Yeah, I, I know what I said about Diddy, man, because, you know, he did some foul shit. I wouldn't be saying nothing bad about him if he didn't do that. But just to talk recklessly about him for nothing? No, he, he, he did some bad things to his artists. He would have been dope if it wasn't for that. Like, him as a producer, he's dope. You know what I'm saying? He put together some some dope-ass albums, some dope-ass music, from R&B to hip-hop to whatever, man, he's, he's dope at what he does, but I don't like him as far as the business side, he, he be ripping motherfuckers off, and let's just keep it all the way real, you gotta keep it all the way real, man, hey, listen, I'm, I'm a come back, hopefully all this shit will load properly, and you'll hear the second half, I'm gonna get into some music now, man, I'll be back, this is the Del C Show, man, Y'all keep it locked. Gorilla, Al-Qaeda came with the killer's gun on the way to while I wait for niggas. 
plate full of plans If you wanna die, I know the devil go ahead and pick the date for the dance I'm in the I-8, blow an eighth on the iPhone On a money call, then take the advance 50-50 split, take mines on the back end Business going good, take the profit, put it back in Reaganomics in effect, rooftops with cartels Honor in the set, my outfit, put you out kid about the plug, cause we the outlet. Y'all, the homie got a tech. Any on that step shit. Land the homie got the coke. Any on that rap shit. You ain't really about shit. We let the dogs out. Somewhere I could tell it ain't jail. No music, got a hundred thousand large in the mail. Can't tell them all your plans, cause they want you to fail. Nigga hate when you be moving, they rather you still. <laughs> Keep track of me, watch the back of me. I pop up more than my son's agony. Cut him into pieces, body in the freezes. I don't drink lean, so I'm catching seizures. <laughs> With the cheese, I'm like little Caesars. Fuck your debit card and your little visas. Coke game, dope game, niggas been around that. Shot dead left in your bitch house, you get found that. Trap game, rap game, niggas made hits. LOXD block, get off my dicks. Pretty much all who we are now. You shed light on the city with a dark cloud. Bought Diddy through, even bought the R's out. And a lot with the trucks and the cars out. And we never said once if it wasn't for us. Hindsight, I look back, it just wasn't enough. The fake love got exposed, just wasn't the lust. You find out who's who, you seek others to trust. It was already bars, we was already stars. Couldn't make us more related than we already are. It was written already, mean it was already God And we came from the bottom, so it was already hard Now, I smoke different, I drink different, I think different My contract is much bigger, so the ink's different My outlet, not about my outfit How you feel about shit, you ain't really about shit We let the dogs out, man, come on We ain't really about shit, bam, bam, you in the law's house Yo, Five, you doing a remix or what? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yo, boss, let me get a bus. <laughs> yo, Five Dog is in the building. Uh-huh. 
Red man is in the building. Buster Rhymes in the building. Remix. <laughs> The rebirth of the reborn as I rebuild Reconnect with this rebel, redefine and raw skill I realign, readjusted, refocus, reanalyze What's real, first had to refuel, reactivate to reemerge Reevaluate, recalculate, I return Redefine, re-energize, get reacquainted Rhythm kins incorporated, roots we made it Invulnerable, inviting, invincible, inventive one Which leads most inviolable, get involved Invest in these youths, kid, invigorate Induce that all realness, insecure, nah, more like inhumane, it's not a game, shut your mouth, use your inner voice, say in your lane, inaugurate, those with incentive to want to innovate, insisting that those who inspire, we will initiate, what, and that's just me in a nutshell, 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 ha, fight dog in a nutshell, New York finest in a nutshell, look, Unpredictable, I'm so unaffordable, unfathomable, the love I get unconditional, unequivocal, indestructible, unthinkable, spit, it's understandable, how to flow unforgettable, unbuckle belts, unclothed, description rarities, unclean lines, then I please go, clean up, unhospitable, that's one sick individual, untraceable DNA, wicked flow unforgivable, and that's just me in a nutshell, I unallow those unwelcome, you're unapparent, it's undisputed, I got you stuck like under a magnet, under a cabinet, unofficially, though I have had to get her number. number Write it up under the logo with a laminate The unbeaten Undertaker Undercut And the F's unexplainable Town beating Underhands And it's undenounced Bury you under the mansion I undespicably hope that we have an understanding ah, And that's just me in a nutshell 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 Then bust a bust in a nutshell Here's Reggie Yeah, I keep moving I keep blood I keep fire I keep an attitude To keep trying I keep it deuces big the Rob Schneider, I keep it flowing to my hands getting arthritis. I keep bars, I keep money, I keep cooking. I keep a car for short day to keep looking. I keep it jurors, I'm killing them. I keep going, I'll put you on a t-shirt and keep calm. I keep women, I'm like Nas, I keep ether. Fife and bust, that's my brother's keeper, keeper. I keep a K, call it Slay, the street sweeper. Same Seema, give me them keys to your beamer. Keep your friends closer, enemies closer. It's rappers like me that have sent off Oprah. Keep focused. I keep blunts for cheap thrills Me and Lizzie Lohan, that's a nutshell Ha! Red man in a nutshell Nutshell, nutshell, nutshell Ha! And that's just me in a nutshell Nutshell, nutshell, nutshell Ha! Fight dog in a nutshell New York finest in a nutshell Yeah! Yes, the red man, that's what they call me Way in Detroit, missing. Oh, your man! And that's just the way the story goes. Gilla House, via Brick City, Jersey. Yeah, you know I mean, a conglomerate, via Brooklyn. You don't know. Rhythm Kids, via Queens, T Dot. Let me hear it back. And this is what it feels like. And this is what it feels like. Love, the only reason. 
reason I survive, cause a nigga is special first You get successful, then it get stressful thirst Niggas gon' test you, see what your texture's worth Diamonds and pipes, one of them pressure burst Street niggas, still I get checks and spurts I'm for peace, but before I get pressed, I murk Better days, pray for, but expecting worse At this level, bullshit, I'm just less concerned Cruising in the six, looking at the proceeds of rap music on my wrist. Drop another mixtape, my shit booming out this bitch. Young Malcolm, I'm the leader of the movement out this bitch. Look, and this is what it feels like. Reach a level, make you question, is it real life? All the weed good, all the pussy real tight. And the only rule, keep your dollar bills and this right. Is what it feels like. And this is what it feels like. What it feels like, and this is what it feels like. Scorpion bricks, way before Orbeez double disc, 40 on my lap, clap, sound like 40 did the mix, filtered bass, sip coat, like a Michelin star chef, chef, kiss to my wrist, I go dummy with my left, I arrest on my dick, try to audit all my checks, too late, you know they hate when you become more than they expect, you let them crack a storm your capital, put their feet up on your desk, and yeah, you talking tough to me, I lost all my little respect, I'm selling weed, in the open, bringing folks home from the feds, I know the payback gon' be mean, I'm saving all my little bread, pray for me, y'all, one day I'ma have to pay for these thoughts, real niggas, is this thing? It ain't safe for me, my dog. They killing niggas in their own hood. That makes sense to you at all. You burnt your bridge to the other side. You know you can't swim across. Y'all know niggas can't swim. They fried Mike after you die. Y'all know niggas can't win. You never land. No jokes aside. I arrived on the day Fred Hampton got murdered. Hold up. Assassinated just to clarify further. Which y'all gave birth is the chairman mixed with Jeff Ford. Big step on the jet with my legs crossed. Black stones on my neck. Y'all can't kill Christ. Black Messiah is what I feel like. Shit ain't gon' stop cause y'all spill blood We gon' turn up even more since y'all killed cuz this is what it feels like And this is what it feels like And this is what it feels like And this is what it feels like
What's up, what's up, everybody? This is Del C showing him back. Hey, did y'all know that Jay-Z said he regret doing the song Big Pimpin'? He said, he can't believe that he said that. He can't believe that he said what? I mean, this is coming from a billionaire. Like, coming from a billionaire. When he wrote that, he was, what, probably in his 30s, late 30s or whatever? Early 30s, I don't know. You know, it's been a, it's been a minute. But um, now you regret doing that song? Big pimpin', spending teas, he got... You know, I, when I first heard it, I wasn't really feeling it. You know what I'm saying? I really wasn't feeling it. It was something different from Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? It was a simple song. Even, you know, to be honest, even Pimp C didn't even like the song. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, but hey, it is what it is at the end of the day. Um, hopefully, let me tell y'all, man, check out TV One, um, Uncensored and Unsung. Um, if you missed the show with Bobby V on it, um, last, I think it was, uh, last week it had Mystical on there and, um, who else was on? Somebody else was on Uncensored, uh, Remy Ma. So if you missed that, you missed, you you need to check that out on TV one, check your local listings to check the time and the station, but definitely check those two shows out. Comes on on Sundays. <clears throat> so I don't got too much more to talk about, but yeah, Little Wayne was talking about the first time he met DMX on his uh, Triller concert that was that aired Saturday. Um, he was talking about how DMX sounded like how he rapped, and um, he was like fascinated how he had zillions of dogs. Zillions, he was with zillions of his dogs. If y'all don't get it, dogs is the same. All right, when he say dogs, he means ow, ow. he means that, but when he say dogs, he mean like, yo, my nigga, what's up? That's what he's talking about by dogs, like his boys, his dogs. You know what I'm saying? He always had his dogs with him when he got on, you know what I'm saying? That had his back, you know what I'm saying? Uh. And then it was then that he fell in love, not in that, not in, not, not in that way, but I'm saying it's him as a person, as an artist, a respect in a respectful way. You know what I'm saying? Not that he want to get with him or nothing like that. That's not, I know that's not what he meant. And while he was talking about him, he introduced the song, the new song that I think is going to be on, um, DMX's new album, I believe, and it's called Uproar, and it's going to feature, of course, Swiss Beats is on the beats, and DMX is doing his thing, I can't wait to hear that song, I'm looking forward to hearing that song, as I am, it's the album coming out of DMX, and um, I don't really fuck with Lil Wayne like that, ever, ever since he started supporting Trump. But I'll make an exception because he's with my man on there. And I know, and, and, and the thing is, I know that they have general, they have, uh, their love for each other is, is real. Because you will never, you never heard DMX said one negative thing about 
Lil Wayne. He's always given Lil Wayne his props. Lil Wayne has always given DMX his props, even though he was beefing with one of his artists. He doesn't like Drake, you know. It, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure they talked about that, but you know, it is what it is. He knows that the, the, the dog is real. He knows that DMX was real. If he didn't, if he loved you, he loved you. But if he didn't like you, this is what I heard. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people say that, so you know it must be true. He just didn't. They asked him on the Breakfast Club, Charlemagne the God, and, and, and uh, DJ Envy, and they asked him, "Did you still, you still got problems with, with Drake?" And he said, "Yeah, you know what I mean." But it, it, it's it's crazy, but it, it's that's that's how it is. And hopefully they would have um, settled whatever problem, you know they had with each other, but I don't think Drake really had a problem with DMX, I think DMX had a problem with Drake, because of the whole uh, Aaliyah situation, with her music and all that, so, that's where I think, plus he didn't really care for his music, or whatever the case was, but anyways, um, yeah, I can't wait to hear that song, um, Uproar, I know it's crazy, I know it's gotta be fire, because, DMX is on it, and Lil Wayne, and some of his Lil Wayne songs I, I actually did like, I was, I was a big fan of Lil Wayne when he came up, not the bling bling that when he, I would say when the block is hot came out, that's when I began to appreciate him, because that, that, that wobbity, 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 the thing that he did on Back That Ass Up, I was like, yo, this kid really can't rap, but that, but that part stood out so much, but then when you heard him actually rap, then you said, okay, then he started, you know, getting better and better when he came out with the Carter 1, 2, 3, 4, and all those other ones, then you seen, like, uh, Fireman, and, uh, the song that he did actually with Bobby V, you know, uh, that, that song was great, well, they did a lot of songs together, but the cop song I'm talking about, yeah, that, that, that song was crazy, but, um, yeah, that's it right now, man, I don't, I don't really got too much, too much to talk about, man, but, um, I'm thinking about what this guy said to me at the job, he says, everyone has a little, is a little racist, has a little racism in him, and I, I, I definitely disagree with that, um, you will always forever be ignorant and you're never going to change your thoughts on what you think of black people. And I can't make you change your thought of what you think of black people because you're not willing to change. You're not willing to learn. You're not willing to do any of that. So you already tell me that you're an ignorant person. I don't like when people force stuff on me, on people and this and that, but isn't that what America tries to do to us? They try to make us salute their flag when they and and sing their songs which is such a lie my sweet land of liberty uh or whatever the words are we we sung that song over and over in school pledging allegiance to the flag of the united states of america which the republic but which is stand one nation under god individual and liberty and justice for it, 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 it stop right there Liberty and justice for all. That was a lie. That was a lie. Justice for all? We ain't never got no justice. We ain't never got no justice and we're still waiting to get that. 
Uh-uh. But you're going to talk about you don't like when people force. No, we're not forcing anything on you. What is happening right now is wrong. And it's been wrong for many, many, many years before I even exist and before this man even exists. No, I'm not racist at all. I'm just upset. I don't care for racist people. I don't care for bigots. They are what makes the world what it is today. They're not the great part of America. They're the worst part of America. And that's why it's hard for me to say how great America is because America has not been great to black people. It has not been great to a lot of people. But we are still being killed and slaughtered in the streets. So really, there's no freedom either, really. If you look at it, are we really free? Because if I go to certain parts of a neighborhood or certain parts of a country, they could slaughter me, hang me, beat me, do whatever they want to do to me, and the law won't do a damn thing. They'll justify it. Now, I don't have guns on me. I don't walk around with guns. I don't have guns. I don't own guns. I don't want no part of having a gun because if, if, if I need to protect myself, then I'll do what I have to do. But to go out there looking for problems? No, I don't walk around with no weapons on me. But I'm aware of my surroundings. I'm not going to back down from somebody. And that ain't even trying to be a tough guy. I'm a man at the end of the day. We all are men at the end of the day, no matter what color we are. And here's the stupid, and I talk about this thing on the show. Here's the sign of a bigot. Here's the sign of a bigot. Because... When they say, I don't see color. They think they're saying something good when they say that. You're not saying anything good. Because I want you to acknowledge my color. I want you to acknowledge who I am and respect me for who I am. People don't get that. People like him, this ignorant like him, he don't get that. Ignorant is bliss. If you don't take the time to get to know somebody... You're always going to have this problem. Whether you, I'm not saying be friends with this person, have relationships with this person, but when you don't know somebody, you fear them. And then you try to justify your behavior. That's systemic racism. Systemic racism. And people say that they're not. But you, but, but no, not everybody is racist though. I disagree with that totally because I am not a racist. I don't say ignorant things like he said, oh, this person, you did, you know, he didn't even realize that he dissed the guy on top of stink. He's saying something good. That's what an ignorant person does. Every day I sit and listen to this man talk about how people are going to come here. The Spanish people are going to come here and force us to speak their language. And you guys, you blacks have been here. That's what he says. You blacks have been here before the Puerto Ricans. Like you're trying to make me turn against my brothers, my Puerto Rican brothers. You know what I'm saying? It's all divide and conquer. They're in fear. They're in fear. The white male is in fear that we're trying to take over this country. I don't want, we don't want to take over this country, first of all. 
we don't want to take over this country because this country is not ours to take over anyways to begin with and with and that's not what our mission is our mission is for us to be successful wherever we are in whatever part of the world we are that's most of us i can only speak for the successful black men and women i'm not speaking for the lazy ones there's lazy in every color and white is lazy and Puerto Rican is lazy Chinese if you're lazy you're just lazy it has nothing to do with being black this whole thing about them saying that black people are lazy how can a group of people that really built this country literally really built this country be lazy where did that come from then you set up this welfare thing or whatever. You know damn well we don't got, you know damn well some people don't got money, but there's a lot of white people that's on welfare as well. And this is what people don't, this is what people don't take the time to get to know. So you put people on this system, they get used to this system, and they don't think they gotta work. They just wanna sit on their ass. That's 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 not a black thing it's not a white thing it's it's an individual thing if that's in your nature to not want to work to not want to do something for yourself take advantage of the system you know what that's the government's prop uh fault that that's even happening and then they want to complain about it you put people on that you allow people to be on that now you want to get people for fraud you want to get people for that that's your own fault because you're always going to have people to take advantage of the system, just like the police take advantage of the system, too. When they do of the corrupt cops, I'm talking about when they go out there killing people. But see, they have people to back them up. They got that brotherhood that will back them up and they got a system that will back them up because it's deeply rooted in this culture. It's deeply rooted in this culture. And, and, and the sooner people get that, yes, the, the, it's not for the government or anybody to stop racism. People have to stop racism. It's not a, that's not something why we vote for the president. Oh, I'm going to vote for the president so he can stop racism. It doesn't make sense. One man cannot do that. That is a, a, that is a human, human thing. That is a people thing that we have to, and one of it is being ignorant. And this guy that I'm talking about that says he has black friends, but comes out and says the stuff that he says, you are a walking contradiction. And I'm going to tell you that you are a walking contradiction. And I'm warning people about him. But see, some of us are stupid. We don't pay attention to the signs because they don't think it's that important. I don't want to be around somebody that disrespects my, my people, my culture, my, you know what I mean? I don't want to be around people like that that disrespect somebody else's culture either. Because I know you're talking about them, you're talking about us. But the truth came out. Somebody did something, some black group of people did something to him. And he's holding every black person accountable for that. Now, what if I did? He told me he could be racist. You could be racist? No, you are. Or maybe you just upset. But see, that ignorance is what's going to turn to racism. Because he was so upset, I almost didn't know that he 
was he actually yelling at me or he was yelling because he was mad at what another person said when they found out he was a Republican. And I defended him on that and say, listen, he has the right to be whoever he wants to be. He wants to vote for who he feels is right. So let him do that. You know what I mean? If he wants to vote, that is his right to vote for whoever he wants to vote for. But at the same time, you can't tell people you don't want people to force you to do things when you're trying to, when the country is trying to force, uh, if you don't do that, then you're not a patriot, a patriot, or you're not American. No, I'm American because I was born in this country. My, my ancestors might, didn't come from this country. My mother and father came from this country. They were born here in America North Carolina, South Carolina areas. That's where my family came from. Now, many, many years ago, we were forced here. Some of us came before the European man came and took over the country because this is another thing that people, they want to take credit for everything. You cannot take credit for everything. The Indians were here before all of us. We negotiated with them. Y'all came over here to steal, rape, kill, and conquer. We That wasn't our mission. We was here to do trades with them and all. See, that this is why it's important for people to know where you're from. Because if you don't know your history, you will never know your future. You know, you have to know your past. You have to know your past. You have to, that determines who you are. And why history keeps repeating itself is because people like him, they refuse to change their ways. I was dealt with so many racist issues with racial profiling and all that. I'm not saying it happens now like that. Thank God. I pray that it doesn't because we are living in a very dangerous time. These police are not doing their job. If you're that scared to be a police, then you don't need to be no police. You don't need to be no officer. If you're that scared, you need to go find another job because I'm not listening to the excuses. I'm not buying the excuses. Not buying the excuses. See, the same things keep happening repeatedly, repeatedly over and over again. And I'm tired of arguing with people on this. I'm tired of trying to defend it. You officers are wrong. And when the... And, and when the and, a criminal, you're a criminal, you deserve to be locked up. Obviously, you're a criminal, but you can't just be guilty because you're black. That's a racist-ass comment to make. You are stereotyping, and that is ignorant for you to even think like that. Your ass should be fired immediately on the spot when you even think something like that. You know what I mean? So I don't want to hear none of this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired of hearing the lame-ass excuses because we are divided even at the job. People smile in each other's face and laugh, but when these real situations comes up, they let you know, we don't give a fuck about y'all. We only give a fuck about us. One guy basically said that, but he told everybody that. I don't worry about none of you guys. And this is the person y'all want to laugh and joke with. I'm not saying we got to be friends, but if you're you're bluntly telling me that you don't care nothing about me, what the fuck am I around you for laughing? 
I gotta be around people that care about me somewhat. You know, we don't have to be friends. But when I'm around you, you have to have some kind of concern or something. You know what I'm saying? I can't fuck. I can't. I I don't understand how these people can deal with fake ass people. I can't do that. You got to be you at the end of the day. And again, I disagree totally with that guy saying everybody does not have races, racism in them. They are taught that. They learn that. And that's it. A kid, he sees that the kid is maybe a different color than him, but it doesn't matter. All he knows is that that's Craig. He looks a little different than me, but I still like him. The only time where he finds out that the color really makes a difference, when, when they say, I don't want you playing with Tim no more. And you don't give them a real good explanation. You only tell them because they're black. We don't mess with their kind. As if we're fucking aliens. Or something like that. See we gotta face what is. And I know this is. Some people don't know how to take this. And when he was brutally honest with me. Just just be honest from the start. Let me know who the fuck you are. So if I know if I want to fuck with you or not as a person. Because once I know who you are, I ain't fucking with you like that no more. You know, that's that's the bottom line, man. I'm about love. I ain't about hate. I ain't about, I'm about, no, I'm not about hate. So once I see what kind of person you are, you're ignorant. You know what I'm saying? You're an ignorant motherfucker and I can't fuck with you. This is what makes this world divided. This is what makes this world be not great. So I can't call, never call America great. Because there's nothing great about America. The opportunities could be great here. That's why a lot of people from a lot of countries want to come here. Because maybe in their country they live in a poor country. Or maybe they might feel that that country they're in is okay. But let me see if we can uh, make um, the situ- our situation better. So we come here, make money, they go back, put the money in there. But when they come here being disrespectful to the country, do I get offended by that? I kind of did, but I don't now. Because these people don't give a shit about us. These The main typical person, the racist group of people, they don't give a shit about black people. And there's some people, it's not that they don't care, but they just don't pay attention to what's going on in the world because it doesn't affect them. But eventually it will. If your your daughter or your son comes home with a black woman or your daughter comes home with a black man, that's when everything is going to change. So don't tell me what doesn't affect you. It affects you in some kind of way. So when this guy said it doesn't affect me, he ain't worried about it, I'm white. It doesn't affect me. At one point, certain group of white people did not like Jewish people. Although we rest, they rescued them and some black soldiers went over there to Germany to free them from the concentration camps and being in gas chambers and, and, and being tortured and being slaughtered, being God knows what. They seem to think 
They, they know everything. It's not a black Jesus. Jesus wasn't black. Describe him in the Bible. Do you know anybody? Give a description of what he looks like. And when you figure that out, because I've never seen a white person look like that. And I'm not saying this to be an asshole. I'm not saying this to be... When I say we are the original man, a lot of people don't want to hear that. I didn't say it, though. I didn't make this up. If you read the read the Bible, read the Bible, and when it gives a description of what Jesus looks like, you'll see what I mean. But if you want to stay ignorant, you stay ignorant. But again, we never wanted to take over the world. This is not our world to take over. This is the, the man of an evil seed evil seed to take over to conquer those are those are evil ways there has to be of course there has to be um, laws there has to be order but to have people be your servant to have people be your slaves you know I don't know where this comes from but I know it's exists for a very long time a lot of us were slaves. A lot of our ancestors were slaves. And when I say a lot of our ancestors, I'm not just talking about black people. I'm talking about all people were at some point in their lives, their ancestors were slaves. Now all we got to do is look this up. All we got to do is look this up. Moses basically was adopted. He became a killer. He became a Then he had to change his life around. He realized the people that he was treating like shit was his people. He found out who he was. He found out who he was. And he left. He left. He came back to get the people that were slaves. He said, let my people go. Let my people go. So... We gotta, I don't really, even if, you know what, if Jesus was white, black, Puerto Rican, Chinese, purple, green, it doesn't even matter. If this person is going to offer us eternal life, his his son, the father is going to offer us eternal life if we believe and we love thy neighbor because you can't make it in heaven if you hate somebody there can't be no hate in your blood and you talking about you love Jesus this is what I'm trying to tell people man that's why I don't I don't hate anybody I hate how people think I hate that they have so much hate in their heart but I don't hate them I would love to sit down and really have a talk with this man but he don't want to listen and that's basically how ignorant people are they're set in their ways how were you taught to be ra- why are you so angry why you don't like certain people not even the fact that you don't like just you don't like black people but why you don't like Hispanics why you don't like um, Chinese Asian uh, Korean people why you don't like them you know what I'm saying why you don't like Cape Verdeans why you don't like you know what I'm saying whoever you don't like Haitian people why you don't like Haitian people what did these people do to you to make you not to make you hate them. Why do you hate us so much? 
You know what I mean? So I, this is what I can't understand. I don't hate anybody, man. I got, I got love for, I got love for people that got love for me. And that's any color. And yes, I do see color and I do acknowledge who you are. Don't ever say that. I'm telling you to my white brothers and sisters or anybody that says something stupid like that. Don't say that you don't see color. Because that is an ignorant thing to say. And it just lets me know that you got a lot of growing to do as a person. You have to get to know people for who they are, their culture, where they come from. At some point. If I'm going to get in a relationship with anybody, I need to know about who they're like. For instance, I I was married to a Jamaican woman and I wanted to know, you know, and I've always been around Jamaicans. I grew up around Jamaican um, people, you know what I'm saying? My brothers and sisters, I grew up around them. So I know what time it is, but but when you living with one, you living with a with, with somebody that culture is different than yours you need to know she needed she needed to know about the a black american culture you know what i'm saying so it, it's that's how you get a better a better understanding you know and then after that it's just regular relationship you know that you have to learn about the individual but then also know their culture know where they came from you know what I'm saying? They need to know where you come from. So for somebody ignorant to say it doesn't matter, I just want you see see you're being ignorant. And that's why you'll never understand. You know what I'm saying? You'll never understand. But whatever, I can't I can't bring somebody to the water if they're not willing to go. It's not me forcing you, but it's me trying to help. We don't have to be friends. We don't have to be anything to each other. We work, you come to work, I come to work, and that's it. But it's like, we why are we even talking to each other? You know what I'm saying? If you got so much hate for me, I never did anything to you. I never did one thing to you, but because I'm black, you, you don't like me. And if I say something that you don't like, you're ready to blow up. Like, I can blow up. That's easy for me to do. I've been there, done that. But I've, one thing that I've never been is a racist. I've been a lot angry about how racist people act. Don't get me wrong. I have every right to be upset about that. But did I, did I cancel a whole group of white people? Because of what this white person did to me? Hell no. Did I cancel a Puerto Rican what a one Puerto Rican did to me? Hell no. A one Cape Verdean did to me? Hell no. A one Chinese person did to me? Hell no. You can't do that, man. That's not right. And I'm not trying to tell nobody what to do, but I'm just saying it's wrong. It's wrong on so many levels. You're never going to make it to heaven. I'll never make it to heaven either. And I'll say that we don't have the right to put anybody in heaven or hell, but it's already telling you in the Bible. You have to love your neighbor like you love me. So don't say you love God and talk about how you hate. You know what? How you hate this person, how you hate that person, but yet you say you love Jesus. You can't love Jesus. Jesus is love. God is love. So think about that before you say anything. All of us should think about that. Not just that man that I'm talking about at my job and a couple other people at my job that are just straight 
racist people, straight ignorant people, or prejudiced people, or, or, or bigots. Some of them, it's very clear who they are. Some could get help, but they don't want to get help because they only see things one way and they refuse to see it another way. So they're going to forever be lost. They're forever going to live in this delusional world. We live in a diverse world. So everybody needs to at one point learn how to get along. Unless you want your life to be miserable. Why do you have so much anger? You got too much anger inside of you. I can't have, I had a lot of anger in me when I was a kid. That's why, yes, I still get upset about certain things, but not as bad as I used to. I was on the verge of self-destruction to myself because of how I thought of, of the world. I thought the world was against me. How I thought, you know, and, and it's, in a lot of ways, this world is against you. Especially if they know you getting closer to God. And I still have a long way to go. And I pray that before I leave this earth, that I'm right with God. And my people are right with God. And you are right with God. I don't want to see anybody go to hell. We know what hell is all about. And if those of you that don't know, you don't want to go to that place. You want to go to paradise. You want to go to heaven. Because that is eternal life. You don't want to burn eternally. You want to you live in paradise eternally. If people, what people don't see in front of them, they don't believe. But I believe in God. I believe in the greatness of God. And it took me, it took me, not that I never believe, but sometimes you have your doubts and, and I'm not, and I'm not going to say, we all do. We all do because we see so many bad things happening. And you said, God, that you would do this. You said, God, you would do that. But God has a plan for all of us. And I pray that his everlasting life in heaven where there's no more suffering, no more pain, no more none of that because this world that we live in now, it's great, it's great, but I wanna go where it's wonderful, where I don't have to worry about this hate going on, this killing going on every single day, innocent babies being killed, innocent children being killed, innocent men and women being killed. I don't wanna deal with this. I don't want to, I'm not ready to leave now, Lord. Don't take me now. I can let me last until a hundred and more and be healthy until I do what you want me to do. What is it? That's what I need to know is what you want me to do. That's going to help people, not divide people, not angry people. No. What can I do to be a better man, to be a better, to be a better son, to be a better father. You know what I mean? How? What can I do to be a better person? These are the questions I ask. And you can ask God what you want to ask him. You can pray to God for, what you know, whatever it is you want to pray to him for. I'm learning how to be a better, a better prayer, a better talker to articulate my words properly. And my mother, I I apologize to you that sometimes I swear on this show and I get so passionate. I'm so passionate about what I I do. 
you know? I pray to be a better artist, a better music artist. <clears throat> it ain't done. I'm not done yet. I'm not done until God says I'm done. And I pray that he doesn't take me until I accomplish everything that I want to accomplish in this life. And then after that, once I'm right with you and once I'm right with all my opportunities and helping people and loving my family the way they need to be loved and, and <clears throat> doing what I need to do, leave, leaving behind the proper legacy then, Lord, if you want to take me, you can take me then. But right now, I'm not ready to go, Lord. I ask you to please let me stay here and do your will. I just That's what I want to do. I want to do the right thing. A lot of us struggle with that. A lot of us struggle with that. That's how we can relate to Tupac and DMX and these people that put their pain on the record. This is how we relate to them because we all feel pain. We feel joy, but we all feel pain. It can't get no realer than pain. I heard, I heard, uh, shout out to Method Man. Everybody talk about what's real. Pain is real. Pain is real. Okay? Like everything else is real. Pain is real. So, I, yeah, I, I know I said I was going to get off, but I need to talk. I need to talk to y'all, man, because listen. I don't know what my mission is, what God wants me to do exactly yet. But I want I want to do something to help us. I want y'all to help me. I can learn from y'all just like you can learn from me. I don't know everything. Okay? I'm not going to sit here and tell people that I know this. I don't know. No, I don't know everything. Teach me. Show me. Show me the way, the right way though, the right, the right way. I don't want to learn the negative stuff. I want to learn the positive stuff. What's going to lead me in a better direction? Let's help each other. Why down each other, man? I'm tired of people saying negative stuff about people, man. Let's try to say something positive. Let's try to be positive people, man. We only live once in this lifetime. We don't know what's on the other side. Let's try to live right. Let's try to live right. I want to live right by God, but I also want to live right by us. And it's and, and sometimes it's hard to do the right thing. Sometimes you get so upset, you get you 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 get tempted to do something that you know is wrong, but you still do it anyways. That's the flesh. That's the flesh. But I'm hoping whatever I do don't put me in the wrong path where I can't get out of I don't do drugs I don't do none of that I don't hang in the street I don't I don't sell drugs I, I don't you know but I, I'm, that still doesn't mean I'm, I'm perfect there's things that I do that maybe I shouldn't be doing I don't know you know but I, I want to be a, a good person I want to be a good person um for the next woman I get involved with. Yeah, I don't know if I'm involved with somebody now. I ain't even going to get into that now. But when the time is right, I'm going to make that announcement on here. But see, every time I get close to doing that, something happens. Something did happen, I should say. Everything is... Well, I, it, yeah, I ain't getting into that right now. Shout out to, you know, shout, shout out to that. Well, you... you, you Listen, when the time is right, that's all I'm going to say. But, um, 
I still believe in love. I still believe in commitment. I still believe in all those great things when it comes to being in a relationship. I'm not even talking marriage right now because marriage is a bigger step. Dating is cool. You don't have to date 15 million women, but if they wanted to, you could. Because if you single, you single. You could date, you could be with whoever you want to be with. But when I say that, it doesn't mean sleep with every woman. It just means dating, getting getting to know somebody. You know, learning about them, what you have in common, what you don't have in common. And marriage is a big step. I've been married twice. Am I afraid of marriage? Hell no. I just need to find the right one for me. You can find the right woman for you, but is she the right wife for you? You understand what I'm saying? <clears throat> Everything could be great about her, but is she may not be wife material because there might be, you know, something that's not there. The connection may not be there. And even if the connection's there, you need to still um, continue knowing that person. To be 100% sure, is this the person I want to spend the rest of my life with? You know what I'm saying? And, some, and marriage is not for everybody. Every, everybody doesn't need to get married to be in a relationship, to love somebody, or to have love for them, or whatever the case is. It what's, it's what's worked for you. It's what works for you. I'm in no rush to ever get married again. I'm not saying that I don't want to get married, but I'm, I'm waiting for the right woman to get married too. There are a lot of great women out there or whatever. Um, so um, let's just say I'm happy where I'm at right now. I'm going to just say that um, if something ever gets to that point where it's real serious I'll share that but there's only so much I'm going to share because I don't want everybody to be in my business because that what sometimes destroys relationships and it destroys marriages when you got too many people in your business because there are a lot of haters out there as well so you got to be careful of that but um, I, I, I don't want to talk y'all head off because I talked more than what I really was supposed to, but it's been a minute. And uh, anyways, y'all stay blessed, y'all stay positive, and uh, remember to always let your loved ones know you love them because tomorrow is not promised to no man, woman, or child. So on that note, I want to say peace out. The next show is going to be Wednesday, and then the next show is going to be Friday and Saturday. Don't know yet. But anyways, man, You'll hear from me Wednesday. Peace out, y'all. This is the Del C Show, and I'm your host, Del C. Peace.